Earth isn't my home, Sarah. I'm a Time Lord. Oh, I know you're a Time Lord. You don't understand the implications. I'm not a human being. I walk in eternity. What's that supposed to mean? It means I've lived for something like 750 years. Oh, you'll soon be middle-aged. Yes! That time I found something better to do than run round after the brigadier. Oh, come on. If you're tired of being unit scientific advisor, you can always resign. Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. We're talking about Doctor Who. We're talking about classic Doctor Who. We're talking about a uh, an episode from 1975 called Pyramids of Mars. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. And um, Pyramids of Mars is Tom Baker, Fourth Doctor, and Sarah Jane, uh, Elizabeth Sladen. And uh, so... What's the story about on this one? Um, the TARDIS gets pulled off course, and instead of ending up at Unit, where they thought they were going, they arrive on the same site in 1911. Oh, that pesky TARDIS. Opens so. up with the guy getting, looks like, killed when he's... Exploring an untouched pyramid. Yeah, so um, this was the one where there's robotic mummies going around and uh, hugging hunters and crushing them to death. And my favorite death scene in Doctor Who ever. Yeah, that was a, it. Was a good one. It was a good one. <laughs> let's cr- All right, let's all go in for a hug. Well, they couldn't. I don't know how they could. I guess they could chop people and kill them, but or sit on them because they just. How else would they kill them? They don't have any weapons. They or anything. chest bumped him to death. Yeah, they, I thought they could strangle people. I thought they strangled people too. Well, it just didn't look like their arms could even reach. <laughs> but uh. Well, they strangled the butler. Okay. Yeah. And the other guy, the brother. So I'm gonna say off the yeah. top here that this episode was is historically one that I remember being very very good and as I'm watching it recently I compared to Terror of the Zygons I had a lot of issues with it um, I still liked it I liked the concept but the remember the Zygon reveal in Terror of the Zygons, that was fantastic. They just, you know, Sarah's on the phone and it's like right there. There's no good monster reveal in this. The, the, they're just there. They're just walking around. There's no cliff painter where they show up. They just appear in the first episode. And and that sort of sums up the whole episode. There, it, the pacing seemed a little off on it. Maybe I'm getting too picky, but... Yes, um, you are. There's a lot of good things in it. I, 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 enjoyed, I enjoyed it. It it still had nostalgia for me, even though I didn't grow up with this. I did remember watching it when I was in 1979 or whatever and, and enjoying it. I thought Sutek was a really good uh, villain. Um, yes, he was. Voiced by Gabriel Wolf. Okay. It was also the voice of the Beast in the David Tennant story, The Satan Pit. Okay, yeah. And there's a lot of characters uh, actors that appear in other things. It's a very small cast. Not 
uh, don't pick a favorite because <laughs> they all they all make it. <laughs> Has Michael Sheard ever lived, made it to the end of a Doctor Who story? Has he ever lived? Let's see. I have a list of his episodes. The Ark, I don't know. Mind of Evil, Invisible Enemy, Castrovalva, Remembrance of Daleks. I'd say no. Probably not. And he didn't even make it through Empire Strikes Back either. <laughs> yeah. So Michael Sheard is a like a person that's been in a lot of episodes. Bernard Archard was in Power of the Daleks. Michael Michael Bolton? Hmm. No, Bilton. Bilton. Bilton, Mass the Massacre. <laughs> Can't read my own writing. George Tovey was in this, and he's the father of Roberta Tovey, who played Susan in the the so, Doctor Who movies. Yep. And this is an episode. There's only two others like this that have only one female character. It's Sarah in this episode as um, Sarah Jane is the only female character, and in the Planet Smugglers. Of Planet of Evil. Uh, okay, well, maybe, but it didn't list Planet Evil in the... I, I looked this up. Sarah was the only woman in Planet of Evil. There wasn't another female character? Okay. And then the Smugglers was only Polly, and then Power of the Crawl was only Ramada. But, so maybe it's inaccurate. Why don't you contact uh, Wikipedia or whatever that said that and said it's wrong. Anyways... Uh, Probably can name a couple more too. <laughs> hmm, well, anyway, uh, so there's a few things. Uh, episode two, there's the um, backwards gunshot. I'm not sure what that means. Yes, uh, when Professor Scarman got shot by the. Oh, he, he, that was kind of cool. They reversed that, it. They, they reversed it. That's the backwards gun shot. Yeah, and, the, and, they, the, and there, was, there was no sound effect. It was kind of neat how they did it. And then uh, why did the hunter shoot him, though? Yeah, yeah that that, <laughs> that that was baffling. He's just like, oh, that guy sent the mummies to to uh, the – no, he killed his – that's when he killed uh, Warlock. And so the poacher saw Warlock getting killed – so he says, well, I'm going to go kill the guy who killed Warlock. And yeah. so he didn't even realize it was his buddy, you know, Professor Scarman. He's like, oh, crap, I just shot. <laughs> I, like, I don't know why he just, I, I'm just yeah. going to go shoot the guy. I don't know, yeah. maybe it's some poacher, poacher uh, sacred vow or something. You see someone get killed, you take revenge. I don't know. Yeah. Um, one of the better moments was when the, the doctor um, – is talking about how he's not human and Sarah is like in the background of the TARDIS kind of like making fun of him and ooh, you're a time lord and all that. Kind of, you know, the doctor's trying to be all serious and everything and she's kind of uh, ripping on him a little bit. I thought that was a kind of a neat scene. Um, I did like their their interactions with each other. I, I can see, I mean, not that I ever had doubts about her but you know I can see why she's everybody's favorite companion because she's definitely um, got more you know gumption and, and smarts than most of the other female companions have she's not clingy or shrieky or you know she's resourceful and 
she doesn't put up with his bullshit. <laughs> yeah. They did a really good job with her, the writing of her character. I mean, you know, and and it doesn't necessarily continue. I mean, to to a degree, they they slowly get better as time goes on, with with some exceptions. But um, but yeah, she's sort of the the pinnacle. I I have to say for the classic series. Not to say that there wasn't any before that I didn't like, but um, the chemistry was really good. Mm-hmm. Um. The um oh go ahead. Oh. There's some um not so good acting in this. <laughs> um but you know, par for course. I, I thought the opening episode was it felt wrong. Like even the acting was off. It almost feel, feels like they were I think once the sh- episode 2 and 3 they got their feet under them. I think they. It, it was a better paced episode toward the end. It just the first episode was kind of awkward in my opinion. It just um, yeah. Didn't, well, the, do- the doctor didn't seem like uh, he seemed very moody and very more dour and more serious than the fourth doctor usually is. And he seemed very like cranky. Yeah, and that could have that could have been Tom Baker. He could have been going through a, a patch of not being very happy, and maybe it just came off on the screen. I think his character kind of deteriorates as time goes on, and maybe this is sort of the start of it, where he just becomes really like you can tell he's kind of getting angry, and he's he just improvises a little bit. I guess there was some improvisation on this, but um. He kind of took over the production and started to dictate how things would go, and and maybe his head was starting to get a little big. And by the time it was this episode, yeah, he probably didn't get his own way because he didn't usually get his own way until Graham Williams was the producer. Yeah. So Philip Hinchcliffe probably said, "No, Tom, we're not doing that." And then, then we got sulky Tom. Mm. Um. <laughs> joy to work with <laughs> no he wasn't but <laughs> one of the sarcasm. one of the best um I, I i was just saying earlier that i posted a bunch of um interviews from conventions over the years from the 80s and 90s one of my favorites is lala ward because uh, <laughs> she, she talks about her ex-husband who was tom baker and it's pretty bad it's some of the stuff that they she talks about but um but anyhow, um, uh, one of the famous Doctor Who bloopers is in this one. It's fairly obvious, but it's you have to kind of look for it. They, it's kind of a darker area. The hand on the yeah. Kitchen. <laughs> he he um, Sutek gets up from his seat, and uh, you can see someone in the back holding the um, cushion so it doesn't stick to his butt, maybe or fall off or whatever. And yeah, it's. Hard to notice because it's definitely in the darker stuff. But once you know it's there, it's not. You can't. If it was just it. a getting up and just walking away scene, why not just not use the cushion? Because obviously he's not going to be sitting there that long for whatever he was sitting on to irritate him. If it's I, just a get up, I'm free. Finally, after so many years, then. 
I, I, I guess Horace gave Sutek a cushion so his butt would be comfy while he was sitting there for 4,000 years or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I thought some of the special effects were pretty good. I, I like the sound effects of the of the tunnel. I like Sutek's design. Really good design. Uh, well, let me say the, the the mask is a really good design. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Sutek itself is... But that's what he I, I looked like in the hieroglyphics, though. Those old yeah, hieroglyphics. I, I guess. It just looked kind of like it was a letdown. <laughs> a little bit. Well, it was 1975. I'm I know. sure if it was made today, it would look a lot cooler. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, yeah. The helmet, I, th I like the mask. Um, I, I do, too. I thought the helmet was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, obviously, the location shooting is fantastic. I love location. I, I don't know if they were in a... I, I didn't do enough research. I don't know if they shot in a house... Or if that was, I guess, part of that was a set. Um, the stuff at the beginning. Yeah, yeah the stuff. The exterior was definitely a house. Well, yeah, the 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 stuff at the beginning of the pyramid was really. I know they couldn't do much, but you hear the people outside, and yeah, I don't know. It just was another. I thought the first episode wasn't really that strong. Uh, but once they got to the house, it was fine. Well, I mean. It was obvious they were using stock footage from something. Oh yeah. Very beginning. That house that they used for the exterior was at that time was owned by Mick Jagger. Really? Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. And they would use it again for image of Fendal. Okay. Hmm. That's pretty yeah. neat. Yeah. What do they have to do? Like they have to clean out all the drugs and stuff that were all over the scattered. Well, they're all just the doing the. Ex <laughs> they only they only used it for the exterior. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, you know, they probably said, "Hey, Mick, can we take a picture of your house?" And he probably was on tour, so they probably didn't care. It's a pretty swanky house. Yeah. I, I didn't mind it. I mean, it you know, again, got draggy in places because yeah. it does that. Yeah, it's it's a four-parter. I think it moves fairly well. Um, like I said, after the first episode, I think it picks up a little bit. There's the usual. There's less characters, so it's not as um, they focus more on the characters. I think Michael Shear did really good as the brother. Um, you, you know, they, they didn't. There wasn't a lot of wasted. There's not as much wasted time. I don't think. And sometimes less characters is better because you can then focus the story and focus the characters. But then if you have less characters, then maybe you have less... You, you start to run out of things for them to do in the story. Whereas if you had more characters, you could spend more time. So I, it could go either way on this. I think it's um, a pretty good balanced episode. Um, I think it I just do. went down a little bit on my my scale because I, I didn't enjoy it as much as I, I remember liking it. I still enjoy this one. I yeah, mean, I, I do, it's but better I, if you, sometimes it's better if you just like watch two parts one day and the other two parts the next or something like that. Yeah, well, I don't have the time or, or, or continuity to do that necessarily. Um, I, I still think that one of the funny things is seeing the uh, mummy stuck in the uh, bear trap. 
He's like, clunk, 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 clunk. Yeah. yeah. The, um, I thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah, them walking through the forest. You could. I'm. I'm just watching them, looking to see how close they are of falling off the edge or whatever, falling down a hill. That they just look like they were barely able to to get through that. Um, kind of a boring costume, but I mean they're mummies. I, I don't know why they made it the them so football player like <laughs> I don't know why they made them all walk so stiff legged you know that, because there was some times when you know they were walking like they couldn't bend their legs but then other times you would see them the you know the people inside the costumes bending their knees just like they they could bend their knees which would have made them a lot more mobile and able to move more quickly i mean they moved so slowly yeah i was surprised they were able to catch up with anybody although <clears throat> Everybody seemed incapable of walking in this episode because people fell over <laughs> all the time. <laughs> that, is tr- that is true. Like the well, you, you would you would fall too if you saw something like that lumbering toward you, right? Yeah, fall, Just terror, complete terror. Falling yeah. from laughter. <laughs> I mean, I don't run, and I could still probably get away from those guys. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I agree. I, I I the way they walked was kind of. I mean, did they change the costume design and maybe it, the, the original didn't bend and now they, you know, I don't know. But um, I didn't notice that detail, but I did notice that at times it, they looked like they were just kind of like, if it was by purpose, it, it was kind of silly. Hmm. The missile being in the shape of a pyramid, would it really actually launch it? I just or it looked like it was made out of rice paper, so, you know, probably not. There's <laughs> a couple of continuity things with this one. I, I do like the idea that they're launching a missile to to destroy a field so they can, he can release himself. You know, kind of a neat idea. Continuity issues with unit, I guess, was part of the, um, the dating on this. There's unit stories have always had problems with when they take place. Do they take place in the 70s? Do they take place in the 80s or the 90s? And this is one of those episodes that doesn't help. And then the other thing is we we know of other things going on on Mars, including the Ice Warriors. But I don't think at the time they the Ice Warriors were from Mars. Were they? Did they? Yeah, but they left Mars. Yeah. Didn't they? But, yeah. Well, maybe, but when did they? We find out that the Ice Warriors were on Mars. Was it? Was that right out of the gate? And they were like, "Oh, the Ice Warriors used to be from Mars." Here. If, I, uh, <laughs> I don't remember. I think it was a classic story. Reveal. It was probably during the Troutland era because they did two stories in the Troutland era, and then they were in the two Peladon stories. They were in the Ice Warriors. What was the other story in Patrick? Seeds of, Seeds of Death? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I like you guys can remember all these details about this show. <laughs> I used to remember a lot more. You know, it's kind of a uh, grown hazy. 
it's almost you know you add so much material from the new show. I don't hardly know remember anything from the new show as much as I do the classic. It was sort of like a hobby, you know, and and then. Yeah, no, I get it. I yeah. mean, you no, know, no. I, I knew the other day that was was Richard the Third's birthday, so you know, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow, a thing to remember. Hey, you know, you no. like what you like. You yeah. retain knowledge. It just is amazing because it's like there's so much from the from the classic series that that I mean, I have all I can do to remember the name of the series. Never mind the you know who was in which episode and where the Ice Warriors came from. Yeah, I, I mean, it was one of those things, especially since a lot of the episodes we hadn't been seeing, we would just read about it and research. And, you know, if they, you know, at the time I was in college, I wish they had a Doctor Who class. I would have mm -hmm. graduated with honors because I knew more about it than what I was doing in college, which was sad, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I had the same problem too. I yeah. knew more about the show than I was supposed to be. Well, I was supposed to be studying. But then we were nothing compared to someone like like. Uh, there's other people that we knew that just knew everything. Like I, I don't remember the the these, some of these characters in this episode. Their names, even though I just watched it a, a week or two ago. But I know people that probably do. Yeah. And, and you know. So it's all a matter of different levels. Yeah. I, I did a, a test one time in our club thinking that other people would win, and for some reason the test I made, I ended up winning, and maybe subconsciously I wanted to win it, but I, I, it was all these weird trivia questions. But it was also based in, like, how many times have you watched Robot? And everyone was like, two, three, and I'm like, six you know so I you know I got more points because I watched it more than anyone else and and I was like oh god I didn't want to be the one that won that because I thought it was going to be either I don't know if you were around Jeff it might have been either you or Rob I thought might win the, the little contest but it ended up being me and well, I must be the biggest geek here yay where's my well, crown you are. Well, you are yeah Where's my and crown then? I never got it. And the tallest? Well, it's your quiz. You're supposed to play the crown. Oh, maybe I'll make a paper one this afternoon and take a picture and send it. Okay, anyways. <laughs> go buy a package of Christmas crackers and pop it open and get your crown out of that. There you go. Yeah, I think we still got some kicking around. I think I do too. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I think... Jeff liked it the most. I thought it was pretty good. It just kind of... I like most of the Robert Holmes stuff. Yeah. Except for Space Pirates. Well, I can't... Well, can't the book makes it sound pretty good, but once yeah. they animate it, maybe we'll see. Mm -hmm. Okay, anything else about this one? Nope. Nope. Okay, thanks for listening.